You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. This is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart. You are listening to Dare to Love. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through discussion of topics related to vocation discernment, promotion, and also to spotlight the charisms of various religious communities. And today I have two guests, uh, Sister Connie Bach, uh, poor handmaid of Jesus Christ, and Kathy Brady Murphin, who represents the uh, and is the coordinator of vocation ministry for the sisters, uh, servants of the Holy Heart of Mary. Good morning, Kathy and Connie. Good morning. Good morning. And I am very pleased to uh, give you a lot of uh, materials for today because um, I had originally planned to have another brother uh, because May 1st is was the uh, the special day for Religious Brothers Day, but at the same time, um, we had the Alexian Brothers celebrate um, with us last month, and I wanted to continue that trend, but we won't have another brother. Uh, we're expecting a Viatorian um, as a guest for next month, which is June. So for now, um, we have special guests, um, Kathy and Connie. And uh, for, for now, I think we're, we're going to start with uh, Sister Connie Bach, who is actually, I think, when was the last time that I had you as a guest, Connie? Was it uh, two years ago already, maybe? Or a year ago? Uh, probably because of COVID. I don't think I did one. Yeah, so it, it's been a while. And Sister Connie, um, many people may not, um, recognize, especially if this is your first time listening to Dare to Love, but I've had you as a guest twice already, and I think, are we going on two years, at least two and a half years with this with this show? And one time, do you remember, you also played for us uh, your guitar and sang for us, right? Yes, I did. Yes, and uh, Sister Connie actually, and I don't know if you still do it because you're so busy with your with your volunteer uh, program. In your vocation ministry, but you also uh, taught uh, music or um, art, a uh, music therapy, right? Yes, I was a music therapist for ten years. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead? And why don't you um, tell us more about yourself, about your your uh, community, the charism, and then con- in connection with your food ministry? Then. Okay. Yes. So it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm a poor handmaid of Jesus Christ. We started in Germany in 1851, and we now uh, serve in nine countries. And uh, I've been a sister for um, 29 years. 
And uh, the poor handmaids of Jesus Christ uh, really try to listen prayerfully, live simply, and serve joyfully as we love and care for others and our earth. And um, the way that this connects to volunteering, uh, because I also direct our volunteer program, is, uh, is that a big part of vocation ministry is helping women and men discern um, a life of service. Mm-hmm. whether that's as a single person, as a married person, or as a sister, brother, priest, deacon, and so on. So uh, we, we um, you know, through discernment, we have the opportunity uh, to come up close and personal um, to accompany people on their journey. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting. It's been 2,300 years since Aristotle first asked the question, what the essence of life is, Hmm. and his statement was always to serve others. And in our own lifetime, Gandhi was another person who said the best way to find yourself is to love yourself, um, I'm sorry, is is to lose yourself in the service of others. And so... Sounds so Christian, way back with Jesus. (laughs) And religious life and and, uh, volunteering are both relational. They're built on inclusion, and it gives us the opportunity to encounter others and to be the hands and feet and voice of Christ. So that's the strong uh, connection that I see uh, between religious life and volunteering. And if you take a week or a month or even a year to volunteer with a congregation, um, you get to see them, um, you know, in their daily routines, their life together, how they interact with each other, how they rub elbows, because we are human beings and uh, we are not perfect. And so um, you you get to see how we um, manage conflict resolution, how our prayer life is, what our ministries are, how we interact with uh, people in the world. So I find that just to be a great um, entryway um, in volunteering uh, is, an opportunity then to really get to know a community and to find out if it's a fit for you um, and to really discern well with them uh, in order to make a a decision that will, you know, bring your life meaning and happiness. That's after all what, what God wants of our lives is to, is to make it purposeful and meaningful and also to be happy. Oh. oh, Sister Connie, that's just so beautiful. And you mentioned men as well. So really, this this is not uh, as if you're just simply recruiting for new membership. What it is, is you're really doing a service. And, and this ministry is really for the whole community, for the church. That's correct. That's right. And um, so we've really had to pivot during this COVID uh, year since we couldn't uh, bring volunteers in like we normally would. And so we've had to do that in a couple different ways. Um, so uh, I discovered, you know, trying to serve the people right around us is all God asks of us. And so uh, we found that a local community near us, Plymouth, Indiana, um, had several deplorable trailer courts that people were living in during the winter. And then we also found out uh, um by our helping with uh, the census, and with, they call it a, a point-in-time count where they count the homeless um, in, in um, communities, I found that there were lots of uh, homeless people also living in hotels. 
And so we started a food ministry um, back in January, and um, we, we've been taking food, blankets, diapers, clothing, uh, boots, uh, hygiene products, any basic needs that we, we feel people have uh, twice a week. And um, we've been doing that for about 60 families twice, uh, you know, on those two days, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's been a wonderful uh, way to impact people's lives. Um, and, but it also, you know, it's a mutual sharing because we are impacted just as much by getting to know these wonderful people and hearing their stories. And again, being the hands and feet of Christ. I, I, I think that's just so profound. And uh, that, that gives meaning and purpose to our life but it also has a profound impact on them. And uh, many of them have said that they probably wouldn't be here today, you know, without the help that it's only two days a week, but we give them enough to get through until Mm -hmm. they can, you know, get to a bigger food pantry or um, until they can find a job or until they can find a place to live and so on. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not just, of course, that's very important, you know, but I think just being there, your actual encounter with people and not just writing a check, not that that's bad. I mean, of course, it helps. But uh, I seem to recall one of the stories from our uh, Cardinal, uh, Cardinal Supich, saying, you know, a relief. um, I think it was in Puerto Rico where somebody uh, wrote a check. Well, the check wasn't even cash. It's like, well, is something wrong? And they were saying, well, money doesn't help us now it, it's actual relief food and in all and all the stuff but now it's it's not only just the food but your actual presence and um providing that dignity that relational aspect of it that is also food for their soul and that's, that's what's right. beautiful about your ministry so the food is not just like food or or essential things but really the food coming out of your love yes Yes, and, and the wonderful thing about it also is that it has allowed our community to collaborate with um, the larger organizations and churches and so on in the local community. Uh, and so we have support from other faith communities and um, from, um, we live in Marshall County, so the, uh, the Marshall County Foundation. Um, I sit on a round table with um, health workers and um, the mayor's office and uh social service organizations in the community, other food pantries, and so on. And so we have wonderful conversations about how best to serve them. And, in fact, as we're delivering, because at the hotels we go room uh, door to door, and at the trailers we go trailer to trailer. So uh, we pass out flyers that has um, where to get COVID shots and how to register. We, uh, we pass out flyers on where other services are in the city, um, you know, such as um, uh, clinics clinics and um, uh, libraries where they have special workshops and um, how to fill out applications and write resumes and so on. Um, We passed out flyers for the Head Start program, which is a free preschool program. They actually come and pick up their children and bring them home and give them a meal, you know, while they're at school. So we've really been able to collaborate with other organizations as well, which extends, extends our hands even further 
Um, That's wonderful. So if uh, anybody wants to help out and get involved, um, how would they contact you? Because you're, I mean, you're, you're doing everything. <laughs> I, I have to admit, like hearing all that, I'm like, whoa, when does she sleep? <laughs> and, and, and also, you know, I mean, I have to remind myself, you know, sometimes like, you know, I, I'm coordinator of Kava and you're one of the, the board members. Sometimes I forget um, that, you know, you're being a major part of Kava. It's like, you know. Connie also is needed elsewhere and you know she also has her community and um, you know balancing all that but for now like can you give us um, your contact information yes uh, so our uh, poor handmade website is is just um, all all one word poor handmade.org and made this m-a-i-d-s poor handmade.org our volunteer program website is thjc V as in Victor, V-O-L, so that's P-H-J-C-V-O-L-Program.org. Great. That's wonderful. And then if um, uh, people want to discern with you, uh, especially women who might be attracted to your charism, um, they would contact you. And um, can they also email you, Connie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, My uh, email is C B A C H. So cbach at poorhandmaids.org. Okay, back like the musician, right? So cbach at poorhandmaids.org. Great. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, Connie, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this. And uh, I hope to, because you're you're going to be continuing this and with more involvement, we probably would need to um, let people know that they can get involved, definitely, and not just in, in that area. If um, Would there be a place for people, especially after people get vaccinated, maybe a play, maybe start up your volunteer? Um, we do have other volunteer sites. Okay. Uh, we have a women and children's shelter in Gary. Okay. Uh, we, and, and other, we have about six different ministries at our mother house, including Care for the Earth with okay. our greenhouses and so on. So we'll we'll uh, we'll have them contact you, and on the video podcast, that information will be there as well. So why don't we go into a short break, and then um, on the second part of the show, uh, we will talk to Kathy. Don't go away. I come to follow you. I've traveled long and far to follow you. A stranger and a pilgrim in this world Sometimes I wonder what this journey will bring and you Mothers are often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal. Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more. 
whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we began adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. Did I hear you call my name? And we are back to Dare to Love, and with our guest, I thank uh, Sister Connie Bach, who talked about their uh, food ministry and other vocation uh, ministries, and as well as volunteers, uh, even during COVID. And now uh, I welcome once again um, Mrs. Kathy Brady Murfin, coordinator of vocation ministry for the Sister Servants of the Holy Heart of Mary. Hi, Kathy. Hello, Sister Lavina. And uh, thank you again for saying yes. Uh, to be a guest along with uh, Sister Connie and Ka- Kathy, as uh, I neglected to uh, mention this, I always say uh, Sister Connie Bach is a uh, board member of CAVA, the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, Kathy is uh, one of the CAVA members as well. And, uh, and, and so now we're spotlighting the charism and the works, um, especially her ministry as vocation director for the uh, service of the Holy Heart of Mary. So, well, first of all, before we get into all that, Kathy, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, background on yourself? Sure. Uh, well, the first thing to know is that I am not a sister, nor was I ever one. I am a married woman. I've got adult children and grandchildren. Um, I first met the servants of the Holy Heart of Mary some 25 years ago now. At the time that I was that I met them, I had been going through this thing where I felt called, and I really had no idea what that call was about. Um, I had never heard of spiritual directors, had no idea that they existed, and I felt lost. And then while I was on a retreat, 
I found a copy of the Guide to Religious Ministries, and I mailed in an inquiry card. Sister Myra Lambert um, was one of many people who, who responded to that. I received mail from countless congregations. But then Sister Myra Lambert called me, and uh, we spent probably an hour on the phone. She knew that I was searching for something and invited me to the convent to meet her. She served as my spiritual director for some time. Over the years, though, I've become very embedded in the community. I have written and led retreats with the sisters and continue to do that. Um, I serve as one of their spiritual directors. I've led the busy persons retreats and book groups, and uh, I now serve as their vocation director. And I think that leads very much, and it ties in so much about your own um coordination of vocation ministry and and we can even expand that because uh for i I would say in the past vocation ministry as uh, people would have known it and this is a different uh world different generation now when we say vocations we've widened that and even um, um young people are really seeing vocation and not even you know like with the with careers but really in your life what is god calling you uh to be and which is the best life uh for for yourself and responding to that is you know as, as sister connie was saying in terms of service in what way for you how has it been and can you tell us a little bit more of how this works and it worked you know for 25 years in your life how is this now panning out in your own vocation ministry and what do you enjoy most about it you know in a way i think that as a a person who's not a sister i bring a special gift to women who who inquire because they can be open with me in a way that they don't always feel free to be Mm -hmm. um and, and so I get to listen to their stories. I, you know, I always marvel at the journeys that these women have been on. God speaks to us in so many different ways and, and over our lifespan. Um, I would have never thought the day I got married that this is where I would end up. Um, but the, the, the vocation that we're led to is really about the life that God is living, leading us to where we can best be ministers and uh, so I, I think that he's that God is using that gift of my married life within my vocation ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, discernment ministry is, is obviously very much about helping women to find their spiritual nook, whether or not it's with us. Uh, and I'm sure you heard the same things from Sister Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, the servants of the Holy Heart of Mary do offer a variety of routes for spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we naturally welcome women to join us as sisters, uh, and we would hope to have many more do that. Mm-hmm. We also, though, welcome women to be servant companions, and those are lay women who live with the sisters. They participate in all the gatherings, the celebrations, the days of recollection, really pretty much in, in the whole life of the sisters, except that they cannot vote in congregational matters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, it is an opportunity to to really live this life for a period of time. Mm-hmm. That's um, great. So, I mean, uh, you know, being being um, a coordinator for vocation ministry and also helping out in general uh, women and, and their growth and their spirituality, 
are there particular uh, trends or needs that you're seeing or experiencing maybe? You know, um, one of the things that's hard to miss is the number of older women who are reaching out. They, I respond to all of them because if they're taking the time to fill out a form, I have to believe that the Spirit is working in them. Um, the servants of the Holy Heart of Mary accept second and third career women, uh, at, which is not always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, we accept those who are nearing early retirement. Mm-hmm. In fact, the candidate who will be joining us from California in a couple of weeks is near retirement age. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. I'm especially aware of women who, like me, need yet another option. We long for deeper formation, um, something similar to, to what is offered through third orders or oblates. But as with other forms of belonging to congregations, charisms need to match. It would make no sense for me to enter into formation with Franciscans or Benedictines. The SSCM charism of faith, self-giving, and family spirit resonates with me. This is my home. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's where my heart has found a home. The servants of the Holy Heart of Mary are very much focused on the spiritual needs and the growth of women. As our sister Agnes Cunningham has written in one of her books, the charism of the spiritual family founded by Father Del Laplace can be perceived as the spiritual gift of presence for us who call ourselves members of that family. It's a gift to be wherever we are, to be wherever the Church calls us to be, to be about whatever the Church needs to have done in that time and in that place. As this need that I perceive, this need to welcome older women, to to help them find their path, as this becomes more crystallized, I am sure that the servants of the Holy Heart of Mary will find a place for us, a path for us. That's really beautiful, Kathy. Thank you for for having that um, being available, and uh, that is quite a service to uh, to the church, the community, especially the women who are looking for other options. So, if if um, people who are listening now, and hopefully we can share uh, the podcast of um, this radio show and also the video uh, podcast, and you know, reach more women, how can they reach you? What what would what would be the website or um, contact information for you, Kathy? Well, our website, if, if they'd like to find out anything more about us, about our retreat houses, about our programs, um, about other options that we offer, our website is sscm-usa.org. Okay, so sscm dash usa.org exactly and then um, can they call you or send you an email an email can be sent to me at sscm.vocations at gmail.com great and also um for for people who are listening out there if you only want want one website all of this um uh, contact information is uh, available at the Kava website, which is vocationscava.org, uh, vocations, plural, V-O-C-A-T-I-O-N-S-C-A-V-A.org. And I really want to, I'm so grateful for having you, Kathy and uh, Sister Connie, for being my guests today. And I just want to uh, put out that blessing, uh, the blessing that you are to um, the, the church and your local communities and all others who are discerning God's call in their lives and who are wanting to respond 
So God bless everyone. May peace be in our hearts and starts with each one of us and, um, and to be gifted and shared throughout the whole world. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for your work as well, Avina. It's been delightful. Sometimes I wonder what tomorrow brings. Give me the grace to love and to be faithful, to be more like you.